0: Hi. My Melbourne run of comedy shows finishes tomorrow on the 23rd of April. And then after that, I'm in Sydney on the 27th and 28th of April at the Enmore Theatre. 9:30 p.m. shows on both nights. That's 27th and 28th of April in Sydney at the Enmore Theatre. So Sydney sider's, come on down. Tickets are available at sydneycomedyfest.com.au. Now on to News Weekly. Top story of the week. Rupert and Lachlan Murdoch suffer mild embarrassment. All that and no more on Newsweekly. Hello, I'm Sami Shah and thank you for joining me as we punch the news in the headlines weekly. Americans try to pronounce Lachlan News now. It must be hard, being Lachlan Murdoch. Lachlan is the eldest son of Rupert Murdoch, and while he may be the inheritor of one of the largest and most influential news empires in the Western world, he's also got to deal with the challenges of having billions of dollars, not having to do any actual work while his father's still alive and running everything, and, well, actually it doesn't sound hard at all. In fact, it sounds like things are very good for Lachlan Murdoch, and he has very few challenges in life overall. Which is probably why he's so thin-skinned and didn't like it when an Australian news outlet insinuated last year that he has a role to play in Donald Trump's incitement of the January 6th, 2021 attack on the US Capitol building. The criticism of Lachlan Murdoch was published last year in Crikey, a news outlet with the single worst name in journalism history. It's like if a British newspaper was called Blimey or an American newspaper was called Holy Fucking Shit. Crikey genuinely sounds like a parody of an Australian newspaper that you'd see in a Naked Gun movie. But with just 10 journalists on staff, it is a highly respected news outlet which wasn't going to be bullied by Lachlan Murdoch.
1: After initially removing the article following a legal complaint, it was reposted. And Crikey published an open letter in the New York Times essentially inviting Mr Murdoch to sue. His lawyers allege in court documents that the article carried more than a dozen false and defamatory meanings about Lachlan Murdoch, including a suggestion the Fox CEO illegally conspired with Donald Trump to overturn the 2020 presidential election result and incite a mob with murderous intent to march on the Capitol.
0: That was seven months ago. And since then, Crikey ran a GoFundMe campaign which raised over $500,000. A rare example of GoFundMe campaigns being used for something other than covering basic healthcare costs for average Americans. The defamation proceedings against Crikey by Lachlan were being closely watched by legal and media analysts. Because Australia has some of the dumbest fucking defamation laws in the world, and the application of those laws, time and again, proves just how out-of-date, idiotic, and blatantly biased towards wealth and power the Australian legal system really is, and how often most of the country's judges make decisions force you to wonder if the powder in their stupid fucking wigs is poisoning their desiccated ancient brains, which means everyone expected Lachlan Murdoch to win and Crikey to have to sell journalist Cameron Wilson's organs on the black market to cover basic costs. And then, last week, this happened. Now to one of the largest defamation payouts in American history, with Rupert Murdoch's Fox Corporation coughing up more than $1.1 billion to avoid an humiliating trial over claims of vote rigging at the 2020 US election. It will pay Dominion Voting Systems over on-air claims that its machines manipulated the vote and helped Donald Trump lose. It is, of course, an eye-watering figure, But watchers say it is value for money to save the company's ageing owner from having to take the stand. Basically, after Donald Trump lost the 2020 election, he made several claims that the election was rigged and that the votes hadn't been counted correctly, that Dominion, the company that made the vote counting software, had rigged it all so Joe Biden could win. And then his personal propaganda outlet, Fox News ran those claims more. The real point is that fraud took place. These polls weren't, they weren't scientific. Switch votes, foreign or Democratic Party influence, secret tampering. By the way, it wasn't just Fox News in America. Australia's Sky News, whose hosts also suckled at the blackened teeth of Rupert Murdoch, carried those claims. Because their aged, dementia-riddled viewers often forget which country they're in. Here's host Paul Murray, who looks like a golden gay time melting in the sun, talking about vote counts two years ago.
1: This is where it gets frightening. As I said, you don't want it to go to Pennsylvania because it is a mess. It
0: is an absolute mess. And here, around the same time, is Rowan Dean, who looks like a serial killer trying to look like a serial killer, speaking to South Australian Senator Alex Antic, who looks like a human Red Bull can. Um, (laughs) Alex, what do you make of the legal actions being pushed by Donald Trump and his campaign? Is there something fishy going on? Should Trump keep pushing? What's your take on it, Alex? Look,
1: I think think this is going to go on for a little while. I mean, we've seen, um, I suppose, unsubstantiated um, evidence at this stage of some questions that need to be asked. You, You relayed a whole lot of those earlier on, and they range from ballot harvesting to, you know, this mysterious 130,000 votes that just appeared in the middle of night. Um, Look, there's a whole range of things that have to come and go.
0: Fox News' claims, however, were about to be tested in a court of law, which already delivered several insights that were shocking to no one. In February, a stunning trove of internal communications revealed that Fox Chair Rupert Murdoch and Fox hosts privately acknowledged the vote rigging claims were false but allowed them to be aired anyway. Today's settlement spares the network the embarrassment of having some of its best-known figures called to the witness stand. In a statement, Fox Corp acknowledged the court's rulings, finding certain claims about Dominion to be false, but it did not apologise. Interestingly, Fox News in America and Sky News here in Australia hasn't really mentioned the outcome of the Dominion lawsuit. Primetime hosts Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity didn't mention it. In Australia, Murdoch's news.com.au carried the headline, but click through and the story was gone. Nor have they mentioned that Lachlan Murdoch has dropped the case against Crikey.
1: Eight months after launching the battle, Lachlan Murdoch has dropped it. According to Mr Murdoch's lawyer, Crikey was trying to introduce documents from the Dominion case here and experts believe that's something the Murdoch legal team would have resisted. His lawyer said, Mr. Murdoch does not wish to further enable Crikey's use of the court to litigate a case from another jurisdiction and facilitate a marketing campaign designed to attract subscribers and boost their profits.
0: Crikey has said they will now donate the money that was raised to a charity that promotes media freedom. These legal outcomes don't actually hurt the Murdochs much financially. Rupert Murdoch's share of the Dominion payout is equal to half a percent of his personal net worth. And the worst Lachlan Murdoch will have to suffer in the long term is Americans trying to pronounce his name. Fox CEO Lachlan Murdoch. Lachlan is suing an Australian website. Now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go set up a charity that promotes media freedom. That's it for this week's edition of News Weekly. A very short edition and I know and I apologize, I've just been between the comedy festival and the day job and I, you know, all of those things and some personal life stuff as well. I've just not had any time this week or the last week as such. And that's why it's announcement time. Don't worry, Newsweekly is not going away. It's not going anywhere. Uh, it is possibly maybe going on hiatus, but we don't even know when. Um, Some of you might already know this, but I am expecting to have a baby anytime. Baby could arrive tomorrow. Baby could arrive in three weeks, four weeks. We don't know right now, but whenever the baby does arrive, I'll have to put Newsweekly on hold for a few weeks just so I can take care of my new infant child. As a result, if Newsweekly does not appear in your feeds at any point, that means there's a four to six week break that's taking place, after which Newsweekly will return. I love this too much. I love you too much. to let you go so easily um but in the meantime thank you so much for all your support please go over to itunes give it a five-star rating give it a give it a good review um if you're in sydney come to my show at the enmore theater if you don't want to do any of that just keep listening to news weekly where we punch the news in the headlines weekly.